Welcome to Morning Fuel. I am your host, John Bundy. And you are here because you believe in the power of the spoken word and its ability to change lives. And that by sharing our stories, we can help others to overcome challenges that they cannot overcome on their own. Whether it's a victory you need to win in business or in your own personal life, you understand that the answers can be found in listening to others who are willing to share their stories, knowing that their story ultimately doesn't belong to them. All right. Today's guest is a manual therapist that serves Greater Hampton Roads metropolitan area with an office in Oyster Point, part of Newport News. After more than two decades in the field, she has been able to help many people get out of pain and live healthier, happier lives. One of her methods for keeping productive is constantly doing research to find ways to help herself and her clients have better health. Advice she offers to others aspiring to succeed in business and in life is believe in yourself, surround yourself with positive people, whether friends, family, or other business owners. When asked what are the most influential books she's read, she replied, the most influential book that she has read, hands down, has to be the Bible. Not only is it a salvation story, history, but it is full of good advice. Please help me in welcoming to the Morning Fuel podcast family, manual therapist at Sanctuary of Hampton Roads, LLC, Jeannie Smith. Jeannie, really great to get to meet you finally. Yes, it's good. it's great to be here, and I really appreciate you having me on your show today. Yeah, cool. So you, you mentioned to me um, uh, that you had a, a background in, in, in media. Uh, so where did, where did that start? Well, the little tiny radio under my pillow with a 9-volt battery, probably when I was about in fifth or sixth grade. And I thought, well, I'll be like Barbara Walters on the you know news show in the evening, or maybe like Geraldo Rivera hanging out of a helicopter somewhere in the middle of nowhere, right? Right. Or maybe write for Rolling Stone magazine and get to meet all the bands, right? Um, and from there, I just um, ended up going to college and um, got a broadcasting degree with um, theology as a second, uh, my, ma- my minor, and then public speaking as another minor, and started working in radio. Did some TV that was more behind the camera than in front of it, but... For the most part, my broadcasting career consisted of uh, radio broadcasting in the programming side, not the commercial side, in which I um, was program director uh, for a radio station up in Maine, uh, uh, produced a morning show for a radio station in Omaha, Nebraska. And then uh, most recently, I had a a short gig here um, at a local radio station and um, decided uh, after the industry had changed so much after 20 plus years that... Um, it wasn't really the same industry I started off in. Sure. And then I decided to uh, do a career change, and that was in 2002, and that's what I'm doing now is, um, you know, body work. Okay, so from radio to body work. So let me ask you one thing. We'll just, just on the media um, side real quick. Who is the coolest person that you ever met doing what you were doing, regardless of whether it was behind the scenes or, or in front of the camera? Hmm. Let me think about that for just a second. The coolest person I've met, I would say probably the person I think that inspired me the most in the early stages of my career was a man by the name of Jonathan Tripodi. And the reason that he inspired me is it kind of, you know, my life is full of serendipity, but I was uh, trying to get a hold of his father. And so I called his dad and uh, I kept hearing his name. 
And I called his dad and he, I said, who's Jonathan, my, your son? And he said, oh, he does body work. And, um, you know, he deals with people on an emotional level. I said, oh, I don't need that. And uh, I ended up calling him and talking to him and found out um, about how the mind and the body are connected. And when you have trauma from the past that's still hidden in the fascial system of the body, that it can affect you um, through all aspects of life. And uh, so I worked with him for quite a while, and I ended up um, taking a lot of classes that he taught, um, myofascial release, cranial sacral therapy, visceral organ release, and um, technique called body memory recall. And with that technique, what that does is that integrates several different healing modalities into one where you're actually dialoguing the person through a traumatic event. And knowing what to say and how to say it at that time led me into studying things like neuro-linguistic programming, emotional freedom technique, hypnosis. And uh, so uh, I guess that's a long answer to your short wow, question. No, it's great. And it's like, it's all, you know, going up here with me, but at the same time, some of it resonates with me. And I want to ask you some questions about it too, sure. because I've had, you know, my own personal health journey mm -hmm. um, and, and like that, but that, that is, that is so cool. So, so it's interesting, you know, we love uh, in the Bundy household, we, we've always loved the superheroes. We, you know, it, it, it really goes back to that hero's journey. It goes back to those Bible stories, David fighting Goliath and all that kind of stuff, you know. And, and the moment we really, really, you know, uh, hone in on is the moment where that normal, regular person becomes a superhero, right? The normal, regular person, that normal, regular Peter Parker gets bit by the radioactive spider and then becomes Spider-Man and has you know, all these abilities. So you're, you're explaining to me, you know, kind of that moment, that, that, that radioactive spider moment when you met this man and began to discuss that. And at first you were like, what, you know, that's not what I'm, that's not what this is all about or what I'm interested in, but then it now is your career, right. you know? So, so talk to us a little bit more about that, that origin story, like the transition from, media to you know manual therapy what, what how did that happen how does something like that happen well i had been married to a gentleman that was in the military and so we would move every duty station i'd start all over again and i'd have to uh, you know send out air check tapes and meet with program directors if they'd let me in and um you know so sometimes i'd get a radio gig sometimes i wouldn't and then you know, uh, the last place that um, really, I really, really enjoyed the industry was at a radio station in um, Portland, Maine. And I remember I'd been working commercial radio up there um, part-time here and there. And I uh, was program director at uh, WXGL. And then the station actually was sold and became a sports radio station. So there was this 100,000-watt station in Portland. And I thought, well, I could probably fit in there, maybe a shift a weekend, you know, because by the time you get a radio job, you end up finding another real job that pays the bills because radio's fun, right? right? And so I called the program director. His name was Herb Ivy at WBLM in Portland. And I said, Herb, I'm at a station. I'm not happy. And I'm wondering, do you happen to have just, um, you know, a shift, a, a shift a weekend? You can throw me my way. And, and, um, I said, I can send you an air check tape. He said, well, can you start on Friday? I said, what, you don't need an air check tape? He said, yeah. I've been listening to you for years. I don't need one. Oh, that's fantastic. I worked there for a month before I met him personally. So it was it was such a great, fun that's, place. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So, so when you, um, when you had, I, I, again, I just want to go back to the phone call with mm -hmm. the dad, but you're, you wind up connecting with right. the son. So, so, so. 
what happened and what was what made you change your mind? I mean, initially you're saying that's not why, you know, that's that's not for me or that's not what I'm calling about. What happened? Well, his father and I met because um, he does a lot of uh, coaching. And I said, um, you know, what do you think about me meeting your son? He said, oh, I think he'd be great. And so I called him and um, went and visited with him, had a session. And one of the things that really struck me when I met him was he spent about an hour with me just talking about my life. And no one does that. And he didn't know you at the, at the time. No, he didn't know me at all. Asking you a lot of really good questions, I guess, right. right? Like, are there any stories in your timeline that might be affecting you today, hmm. even though they may be old stuff? And Is this stuff you were resistant to at first when he's asking you questions? or No, not so much that, because I knew I was there for healing. And so I started telling my story. You know, I'd been injured on the job, you know, worked out at the gym, you know, made some bad decisions with relationships. And so there was some, you know, not so great consequences from that. And so my physical body had a lot of uh, lockdown stuff. Right. And so I had a session with him and I remember he held my leg in the air for like five minutes. And I said, what needs to happen? So you'll let go of my leg. <laughs> I got other things to do. Right. And he said, all you have to do is just let go of it. You know, and we don't realize it when we hold on to trauma mentally, physically, consciously, unconsciously. When we hold on to that trauma, it affects our quality of life. It's just we've never been taught that. Hmm. And I had one of the most profound, once I tried to let go, I finally was able to just let go of that mental lockdown in my physical body. And when I could relax into the technique enough to stop this holding pattern that people get into and just liberate myself from it, then I had one of the most profound unwindings I've ever had in my life. And my body was like shaking and it was just a really somato emotional release. And I was kind of in shock. And after that happened, I, I said, I want to learn everything that you know. So I took every class that he taught mm. and, um, you know, so learned how to do that technique, which is kind of a blend of a lot of different things. But, you know, just I, I made kind of, the fascial matrix or the connective tissue system of the body, kind of my my thing I had to learn everything about that there was to learn. And I started to find out things about not only how to heal the physical body, but how to heal the emotional body at the same time. I mean, I've got story after story of sure. clients of mine that have had just horrific accidents or abuse or things like that. And when you can tap into that and, and build that trust, then they can let go. They can soften and discharge all those things that right. are kind of wow. holding them down. Phenomenal. You know, and, and understanding this too, that, um, you know, and I'm a big fan of the Bible too. Uh, and, you know, one, one verse that resonates with me right now is, you know, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And I don't think we can even scratch the surface of that, the design. You know, we, we were designed to operate and to live a certain way. And when we don't operate and live that way for a very long time we we suffer we suffer trauma you know because of it not just you know mentally emotionally physically spiritually it's all connected right so so understanding that there there's then uh um one of my favorite shows growing up was gi joe and in, at the end of every episode there would be some sort of like um you know s problem solution scenario going on there and and then when the kids would realize you know the the solution to the problem 
you know, they would say it and then G.I. Joe would say, and knowing is half the battle, you know, so a lot of times we just don't know. We don't, we don't know or understand, um, one, how everything's connected and, and two, how to, how to operate and how to heal yourself. And, and, you know, so that's, it's great that you dug into that. Oh yeah. I've made kind of my life's work. Because how many times did our Savior say, do not be afraid? Yeah. There are psychological reasons for that. Sure. When we're afraid, when we're fearful, it locks us down. There's only two emotions. There's love and there's, and there's fear. And when you can distance yourself from that fear and just surrender into, you know, the love and things that can be more helpful for us, it's a whole new ballgame. And it's just, it's a matter of understanding that when you can build trust with a client, going back to my practice, I learned from, from Jonathan that if I can spend that time to build a rapport, to build trust, that person's going to have such a more profound healing experience on my table than they would if I just said, welcome to uh, my, my office. What do you want and how long do you want it for? It doesn't right. work that right. way because it's an intimate uh, place. Uh, you want to create a sacred space for that person so that they can feel comfortable and can let go of all those things that they carry with them all the time. Right. So how how do you start that relationship with someone to, to begin to gain that trust? I mean, obviously, they've heard of you. They've come to you. They're there in your office. Um, and how much resistance do you do you get? Is it, is it do, do folks come ready or do a lot of them, you know, they just like it takes a long time for them to get there to that point where they trust? Well, a lot of people have heard uh, about me already, and I've got a very thorough website that explains everything. But the big, biggest, besides of all the knowledge, takeaway that I got from working with my mentor was take the time to develop that rapport. I have a very thorough intake. So when a person comes in for their first appointment, I let them know. It may take an hour for us just to talk, in which I explain my work in detail because I'm a fascia therapist. Get your history. Is there anything in your timeline that might be still affecting you? I don't care if it's decades old. If you haven't cleared it, you don't have closure and it's still active. And then we see how they take care of themselves because sometimes we're the problem. You know, if I sit on the phone like this all day at work, right. you know, why does my neck hurt? So we kind of uncover some of that and unravel, well, how did you get this way? And I'll ask people, what do you think's causing the problem? And I have found through my experience that the person knows what they need and how to fix it if you ask the right questions and listen to what they say, you know, so what do you think's causing the shoulder problem? You know, and they might say, well, it could be that I slept wrong or, you know, it could be that I've been sitting on my laptop watching TV in a really horrible posture. And I do that every day, you know, right. so it's kind of unraveling the Rubik's cube to see, you know, just exactly how we can resolve and, and, and fix this. And if, if I'm not, I'm not the panacea for everything, and I also can recognize other things that might be wrong that I maybe am not able to help. Sure. But sure. another uh, form of healing might be, whether it be allopathic medicine or alternative medicine. Now, you, now you, you had mentioned some things that would cause us, you know, things that we would be doing physically that would cause us to be in pain. Mm -hmm. But understanding, too, that there are many times things that are emotional or, um, you know, um, you know, mental 
that that will manifest themselves in a in a physical way that right. that will those those things will then begin to cause somebody to experience physical pain um you know i i think about this and i just use myself as, as an example i had a i had a brain tumor removed um 11 12 years ago mm. uh and since then my wife has noticed a difference in my uh temperament my mm-hmm. um and 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 i have noticed it since it's been kind of pointed out to me but i but i have been noticing that i tend to get um, get angry really quick, mm. and so I'm wondering: are are there uh, would there be a path for somebody you know that went through that type of you know like surgery and then they're ha- they're experiencing emotional uh, you know issues or whatever? Is that something that can be taken care of or healed in, in in a way? I mean, I believe that God can heal, you know, but I also believe that He's put people in place that 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 aid um, in, in healing, you know. Uh, so is is that something that can be treated? Well, in answer to your question, I would say yes, and um, it, it depends if the person's willing to go there. Not everybody's willing to go there. Sure, you know, but you know, go you there have, as in as in talking about their anger in, issues and stuff like that. Right, or, finding okay. resolution because they don't think it's possible. Right. Well, me, with me, I just don't understand why I get angry. Right. You know, it's it's like what you know what is what is that all about? So, well, there might be some yeah. underlying issue, and because first of all. Here you're going through life, you're fine. All of a sudden, you've got a brain tumor. Mm-hmm. You know, am I going to make it? I have a right. family. We have all these fearful things that sure. you know play in our mind. You know, the monkey mind kind of takes over, and it's like we don't rationally think about you know this choice or that choice. And so, you know, because the mind and the body are connected, if we have something going on up here. And we don't process the up here part, it can become a physical problem. Right. If you have a physical problem, you maybe have chronic pain for days, weeks, months, years, it's gonna affect your mental mm-hmm. attitude because they, it goes both ways. And with the work that I do, I'm able to, because I've got not just the body work aspect, but the mind body aspect, if I'm able to help a person clear some of that traumatic um, baggage in the physical body, and then also pick up the reins with the things that they have going on mentally, the fear, the anger, the guilt, the, you know, um, every other aspect that there possibly is, plus everything else going on outside of that, you know, in your right. life um, can have an effect on, on that. And, you know, so understanding that you have um, the ability to clear some of that is a first step in being able to do it. Sure. So a lot of us don't even know that we have junk to clear right and then and then you can you can have like levels of understanding too it's like i understand that there's something that i could do but i don't know what it is right you know so that's that's interesting wow cool do you have a um you know you don't have to mention names but do you have like a like more than spectacular miraculous success story of somebody who's come in and then been treated and then been their life has been changed I do have a few people. Um, one that comes to mind is I've got a gal that was um, uh, hit by a, a, a teenage drunk driver mm. when she was uh, young. And um, she was actually dragged for a block before. Oh, my goodness. And um, we're good friends. But the thing that um, with her, a lot of people think, oh, I don't want a massage. It's only temporary. It doesn't help and it doesn't last. And sometimes the person just won't shut up, you know, okay. <laughs> the therapist. And right. so um, in and out of the hospital for years and years, you know, mother of two kids and, um, you know, her, fa- her husband had given her a gift certificate to come and see me. And, you know, through years of working with her, we've been able to clear a lot of the 
trauma from the, you know, 13 year old, you know, aspect, but also clearing other trauma on top of, you know, other things that have come along throughout sure. throughout that person's lifetime. So, um, yeah, it's just it's 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 um, it's such a blessing to be able to watch that paradigm shift sure. from, you know, things that happen to you to things that you can do something about. Right. You know, so it takes a person out of victim mode into empowerment mode. And that's what I love about it. Sure. And then understanding, too, how how not only, you know, not only are we connected in those ways, um, you know, in ourselves, but we, we affect other people around us. So when we're not operating at our optimal, you know, um, best performance or whatever, best selves, uh, we're affecting the lives of many people around us. Right. As well. So, you know, so if it were just me living by myself, I probably wouldn't worry so much about my anger issues. Right. I mean, you know, I'm not violent or anything like that. It's just I get angry. Um, uh, but, you know, but I have uh, a wife, I have daughters, I have a mother in law, you know. Right. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, hmm, okay, you know. Okay, well, great. Um, so that being said, so you, you've operated in Hampton Roads for the entirety of, of your practice yes i've been here since 2000 actually okay and they tell me when you're from virginia for more than two years you're from here now so i'm from here now only take that long two years because i still don't feel like i'm a uh, from here. I'm originally from Long Island, New York. I've hid my my accent so people don't ask me to say things like hot dog and right. you know walk the you know dog and coffee and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm from the Midwest. We don't have an accent there. Right. That's why it was a telemarketing capital of the world. Right. 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 That's right. Okay. Well. So. Okay. So. Where where do you go from here? Is 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 it expansion? Are you are you just is is it the practice there? Are you are you expanding? Or are you are you you've been in 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 the same location too for since two thousand or or no? Well, I had an office for seventeen years, and then I got a little noisy behind me, so I ended up moving. I'm in the Oyster Point part of Newport News, off of Thimble Shoals Boulevard. Okay. Very very convenient. Okay. Um, in answer to the question about where do I go from here, um, I've just got this voracious insatiable appetite for learning new things because my belief is that there's an answer to fix every problem is so we maybe haven't stumbled upon it yet sure and so all through these years i've thought gosh there's just one more thing that i need to to resolve this um for this person and i started um researching sound therapy and frequency and how frequencies heal the body. And there are a lot of tools and and techniques out there. There's, you know, some of the zero point products that are out there. There's, um, you know, microcurrent devices that are frequency specific and um, always have been interested in sound and music and how sound and music affect the body. And um, And and that's an, that's an ancient thing too, isn't it? Like gongs and things like that have been used. Singing bowls and there's all, kinds of instruments for that and those specific frequencies are very very beneficial Uh, to give you an example of good sound and bad sound um, back before I would say the early 1900s music was tuned to 432 hertz 432 hertz is a very healing frequency well something happened back in the early part of uh, the 20th century where music was tuned to 440 hertz. And it's a completely different vibration that affects the mind and the brain differently. And I'll leave that up to your listeners to do a little bit of research on that to find out more about that change and how sound does affect the body. 
And so most recently, where do I go from here? I started working with a lady by the name of Lisa Alexander, and she's created a modality using sound called the Alexander Method of Vibrational Sound and Energy Therapy, and it uses tuning forks. And these tuning forks are very specific. There's a set of solfeggio frequency forks. There are DNA-RNA repair, uh, pineal gland activation wow. and repair, brain tuners. And um, you know the effect that you can have on a person uh, doing this modality can affect them not only in a mental and a spiritual way, but it can affect them in a physical way because we can get blockages in our energy field that you can't see the energy field, but some people can feel it. Some people can experience it. But to break it down into simple terms that the most people can understand, if I press my key fob on my key ring, it will unlock my car. Right. Now, can I see that happen? No, I can't see that happen, but it, that is also a frequency, and that frequency matches the frequency of the lock to right. unlock my car. Well, the body's the same way. There's a frequency for everything. So there's frequency-specific modalities out there that can heal mentally, physically, consciously, unconsciously. It's just knowing about them for one and for two finding somebody that can practice that with you or perform those with you so that you can have more of i guess full spectrum healing now do you, do you find a lot of a lot of unbelievers out there when it comes to this kind of healing well i'm one of those skeptics because if you don't have science as to why things work then I'm going to go talk to somebody that does have right. the science that understands why things work. And I've always kind of been that way. In fact, my first word was why. And that kind of set the path for me. And um, so more and more research has been done on things such as vibrational medicine. Uh, in fact, there's a company called HeartMath. And uh, HeartMath is one of those companies that is all about heart rate variance. And if your heart uh, brainwave matches with your, if your heart pattern frequency matches your brain there's a connection between the heart and the brain and a lot of people don't know this but the heart and the brain are connected in such a way that you can think about compassion and caring and gratitude and change the frequency of that communication between your heart and your brain which will give you brain coherence which actually will affect beyond just your conscious self it affects beyond you it can affect those around you and uh, even distances wow yeah. Well, this is this interesting, you know, and again, being a, a superhero fan and all that stuff, I think about, you know, uh, Ant-Man. Are you, do you wa have you watched any of the, do you watch any Marvel or do you watch? Some. Do you, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, so they, they got into recently talking about the, um, uh, the quantum realm. So quantum mechanics, quantum physics, mm -hmm. that, that kind of stuff like that. And then I, I remember uh, listening to a, um, a pastor a while back talking about how can we pray about something here? And then something on the other side of the planet is affected by that prayer. You know, it's connected there. There's, right. you know, what, how, and however that is. So it's just, that sort of, that, that fascinates me. Well, it's wonderful. I mean, I know that there's so much more. I, I love this kind of, I love talking about stuff like this. I love learning. Um, I understand that I'm on a journey. I've, I've, I've seen where I've been and now I can say I'm going to be 51 this year. So in my fifties, I, I, I feel, I think um, you know, I, I emote better than I did when I was in my twenties and my thirties and my forties. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's just been over the past, you know, couple of years, strength is increasing, flexibility is increasing, all that stuff. 
Uh, so, but you know, so I, I really believe that anybody can do it. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Um, you know, really looking forward to actually coming by and perhaps even having a session or something like that. I know, I know that I know that my wife would very much benefit uh, from that as well. Uh, so, before I ask my last question, uh, how can folks reach out to you? Where, where can they Where can they come to get in contact with you? Perhaps set up an appointment. The best way to reach me these days is you can contact me directly by phone, but I've got a website that is very vast. I mean, if you get really bored, you're sitting in an airport for two hours. I can fill that space for you. Um, But the website is www.sanctuaryofhr.com. And um, that's probably the best way to reach me. You can and also the HR is, is Hampton Roads, as in Hampton okay. Roads, um, or you can hit me up on um, email sanctuaryofhr at protonmail.com. Protonmail. Okay, great. We'll add that to the show notes and also in the captions. Fantastic. All right. So last question, um, and I, I kind of touched on this earlier, but the the thought is, uh, what do you not only not only where where to from here, but but. What do you, as a business owner, uh, what do you need most right now? Probably I would like to have more people find out about this type of work because I think I'm one of a kind, you know, okay. or there's very few of of me or people like me. So just finding the possibilities that change is, is possible, you know. And um, so I think... I would really love for people to have the freedom to discover that and the ability to know what's possible. Wonderful. Very cool. Jeannie, very nice to meet you and uh, look forward to, um, to hearing more, seeing more, learning more. So I'll go to your website and I'll, and I'll read a book on your website, right? <laughs> Great. Fantastic. Thanks. I love it. Um, wonderful. Thank you. All right. Appreciate Thank you, you for your time. I appreciate you.